Brett Barton from Mean Sea Level. You're listening to Radio 1 Chicago.
All right, once again, this is Radio in Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW, and I have Brett in from Mean Sea Level. And Brett, you pretty much are Mean yep. Sea Level, I'm right? I'm pretty much Mean Sea Level. Yeah, I have friends uh, that help out a lot, but I'm pretty much the main writer and engineer and all that. So you're, you're kind of like a composer, engineer, mm-hmm. all of it. Um, you have such beautiful textures in, in, the, in the song, in the songs. How do you, how does your brain get that on recorded <laughs> yeah <laughs> um well, i mean my... it's very dreamy sure um, yeah yeah i'd say a lot of the album is dreamy um and it's a little different than my first album this is my second album and this one um i worked directly with the computer so i would i would record um you know guitars usually first sometimes okay. keyboards but mainly guitars maybe put a couple guitar parts down and then start to improvise some lyrics until uh-huh. something, you know, hit. Six. And then yeah. tried to build off of that. And then I really like orchestration. I like uh-huh. Ennio Morricone. Uh, no, how do you say it? Ennio Morricone. Then, oh, you, you're <laughs> yeah, the, the composer. Right. Um, did, the, did he do a movie? Yeah, season? he did like did the, spaghetti westerns, yeah. and he's yeah. an Italian guy. He's really great, and he has a lot of like really great orchestrations. So I like um, instruments coming in and out that weren't there uh-huh. in the beginning or that surprise you at the end. So once I've got the basic structure down, the chords, um, the vocal parts are in place, then I just go back with all kinds of instruments and try things out. Uh-huh. Um, if you saw the recordings when they're done, there's all <laughs> kinds of muted tracks. Like I try <laughs> things that are scratched and uh-huh. um, or do them over and over again. And I like to layer instruments playing the same part and have atmosphere. That's something that uh, in the back. What's, uh, Pet Sounds did a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They would have like three instruments playing the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, and, and I try to mix it, it so way. that it, yeah, you, you're not exactly sure what the instrument is. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that's how it gets the dreamy sound, I think, is not always being sure what the instrument is and being surprised by an instrument coming in for one part and then never coming back in. How, how do the songs kind of come to you? Um, um, usually just through mood. Um, uh-huh. Like I say, I'm usually working with the guitar most of the time uh-huh. and just kind of finger-picking or strumming and... Um, once I get the mood that I like, I'll start recording it. And if I get the recording where I like it, I'm almost done with the guitar. I won't touch then it. Then you won't come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like your your backbone. Yeah. And then you start putting the meat on it. Yeah. It's like the little spine I make, and then I try to put all these little parts onto it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> which is why, like, coming up for our show... Um, I have to relearn these songs because <laughs> I'm like, once I, you know, once I got the recording done, I was pretty much done with it. So then, what do you? I mean, yeah. So you, so let's say you go do the, this. You're gonna do the show um, in May, May mm-hmm. 10th at uh, Martyrs. What do you? Because it's mainly you. Do you have other people come help you out in the, on the live aspect? And then, if yeah. you do, which instrument do you choose? Yeah, I mean, it's a great. The instruments are chosen by the friends that can show up. <laughs> So yeah, not too picky, you know. If uh-huh. you want to play with me, you can. You're welcome to come along. So yeah, but we're gonna have four people there, and we're not trying at all to recreate the record because I think the record is hard to do live. So I'm just using the song structures, kind of playing the parts differently myself, and then we'll have. Sometimes we have a stand-up bass. Sometimes we have electric bass. Uh-huh. Uh, this time we'll have electric bass, some hand percussion stuff. Um, and then my friend Gary from the label is going to play kind of atmospheric guitars, and we're just going to kind of reinterpret them. Well, I just felt like um, I always felt like music is like half art and half just music. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel like the art is in like the production and the album and what you record and things like that. And then when you play out, that's just the music. Right. It's just like the fun aspect of it. And yeah, you know, like the the creation, the art has already been done, mm-hmm. and now it's just time to perform it. Yeah. Um, it's really nice that you have this flexibility of being a multiple multi instrument. Inst- blah blah blah. <laughs> See, there goes <laughs> my brain. Instrumentalist, yeah. I guess. Instrumentalist. Um, that you can have like, oh, okay, you're gonna play guitar. Yeah. You know, on this set, and so I'll just go do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um in with the show, you know, I put a lot of work into the album and get overly meticulous. That would be like a negative. I have, you know, reworking parts uh-huh. and you know really fine tuning everything. Um, live, I want to make sure the guys I'm playing with are all really good. Yeah. And I just want them to be comfortable with the structure and know what's coming up and not work on parts. And none of them are going to be imitating what's on the album. It's just, here's a song structure and my singing, do what you feel. Um, so I guess that means if somebody really likes the show and they buy the album, they're going to be pretty disappointed. <laughs> what is this? Exactly. <laughs> what a fake. Can we talk about the, because it, I mean, it's like, you have great artwork on it. Um, tell us a little bit about like the artwork that like, did you decide to match it with the, you know, just the atmosphere of the album or? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking at the vinyl I have here. Uh, the picture has, and this is the first time you've done vinyl. It's the first time I've done vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. The label, I've been on other vinyl on the label, my first mean sea level vinyl. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, the cover has, it's just a picture of my family and a friend of mine from San Francisco and we're in Michigan as the sun's going down. And I was just taking a picture of the sun in the sky, and I know this is tough on the radio, but <laughs> there's a flare off here to the side. Uh-huh. Um, like a little, yeah. Yeah, can you flare. verify for the people out yes. there that it's there? Check. <laughs> uh, Check. But there was a flare, and I was just trying to take a picture of this like really strange flare that was going up uh, in the sky. Uh-huh. And then I ended up capturing this really great picture of my wife looking up in the sky, and my daughter looking down, and my friend looking at me in the deep shadows. Yeah. And it just kind of felt like the mood of the album to me. Um, there's a lot of songs about loss, um, about struggles, a little bit about death on here, uh-huh. but I don't f- write about those things in a morbid way. Um, it's just kind of more of a... Reflective. Yeah, reflective, that's life. And so, um, especially the last song uh, is after a funeral, and it's about hanging out with your friends and how great it is to sit around with your friends and enjoy the afternoon, and the funeral is not the subject of the song. Yeah. It's just what brought everybody to together yeah. so the picture to me has you know people I care about in shadow and then there's a really bright sky and I just you know captured the mood to me yeah why don't we get into a second track of sure. yours yeah. um, which track are we gonna get into this one's gonna be Stolen Time uh, it's probably the only song on the album that's a little bit autobiographical everything else is a little bit more surreal but this one's pretty straightforward right once again we have Mean Sea Level in the studio here on Radio 1 Chicago and people want to f- get a hold of you and find your music what's the best way to do that um, I'm on a label Cardboard Sangria so if you go to uh, CardboardSangria.com uh, you can find me on there I'm also on Facebook as Mean Sea Level all that stuff Instagram yeah my first Instagram picture just Woo. shout out from the studio there you go alright we'll be back here on Radio 1 Chicago I can hear my mind spinning lines almost all the time. Not truly bad, not always kind. So I walk out the door and I wander the streets, caught in a row. 
All right, once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW. That right there was Mean Sea Level. I have Brett in the studio. Hello. Hello. Um, the title of that song, one more time, please. Stolen Time. Stolen Time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have kids. Yes. They're little. Yes, very little. Uh, one and four, yeah. How much influence has that put on your music? Um, it's been good for me because um, when I had all the time in the world... <laughs> I used all the time in the world <laughs> to, to finish anything, so I wasn't getting anything done. And then once kids, just when my wife became pregnant, uh-huh. I thought, oh, man, I really got to get this album done. Like, I can't dilly-dally anymore. Yeah. Um, so it was great. Like, it really made me make decisions. Um, it, it's tough being in a band on your own because there's nobody else to say, you know what, don't worry about that, let's go with this, or it's just every option is there. Uh-huh. Um, so I need some parameters and something like a deadline um, and something to kind of hold me in or else I'll just kind of keep building on songs forever. So it's been good, actually. How much freedom does Cardboard Sangria give you? They, I mean, they're awesome guys, yeah. first of all. 
Yeah, they're really great guys, and they give me complete freedom. I mean, there was no pressure to put out the album at a certain time. Um, you know, I made my la my video, the first video for this album, and if I want to bring people in from outside, it just really, it's really just a collective of like-minded musicians. Yeah. Um, so it's not it it's not really. It is a business, but it's not. The spirit <laughs> of it is music. Right. So I have a lot of freedom. Yeah. How did they? I mean, I know you've played with them in, mm -hmm. in their like you know the Single Men Affair and all these other groups that they kind of weave in and out of. Yeah. Um, how did they? How did you guys find each other? Um, I was a recording engineer for years, and in the studio they came into uh, as pedal steel transmission. Oh right. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So they came in there. They were recording an album, and their engineer guy decided to move I forgot what it was for to pursue something else with his life maybe video uh -huh. I believe uh, so I stepped in as the engineer and we kind of realized we had similar tastes eventually started playing bass with them and then showed them some of my recordings that were just sitting on a drive and they said well, why don't you make an album out of it and, uh -huh. and that was that yeah um, let's talk about the future a little bit because you have a lot of like these I think one of the hardest things about music um, that part of it is a business and mm -hmm. so you have to constantly think of like these different ideas and how to get your music known and just out there. Yeah. Um, and you have a lot of interesting things that uh, are kind of upcoming mm -hmm. for you guys. What are some of the, let's go over some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, let's because I have a couple kids and it makes it hard to just say, all right, I'm gonna go to the East coast and you know, <laughs> play in little bars as much as I would love to do that right now. Um, we're trying to think about other ways. So of course we've got videos like everybody's making videos. So we're, yeah. we've got some videos. One's already out mm -hmm. uh, for the first single on the album. Is that on YouTube or is that on your, yep, on it's on YouTube and on our website and Facebook. Um, so we're going to have more of those coming out for this album, but uh, we're talking about doing some live streaming performances from okay. basements or living rooms um, and trying to set up shows that are, you know, middle of afternoon shows or in a pop-up space. Uh -huh. So it's a little different and people might be intrigued to come out and see something in a different venue and uh, kind of a different vibe, vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those are the ideas we're kind of playing with. I don't know if we're going to use Periscope or what <laughs> we're going to use, but... Right, to get through all of that. Yeah. Um, it is very difficult to plan that. Like, is that something that you're just going to take on a case-by-case -case basis or is this something that you're going to like, you're going to bust out the calendar and be like, this is where we need to lay all this groundwork out. Boy, that's, oh, you sound like a businessman. Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know. Oh. Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, we've already made one video that we recorded in the basement, uh -huh. uh, the drummer's basement, um, and that just went up on Facebook today. That's, it wasn't live, but we recorded just to see how the four cameras would look, and it, and it came out pretty good. Uh -huh. um, learned a lot from it. So I think once we can figure out... Um, how to really do it properly, how to have multiple cameras if yeah. possible and have the sound sound good enough. Right. We'd like it to be a regular thing, not just for mean C level, but maybe for the whole yeah, uh, um, label whole roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the video that you have released that's currently out, is it, uh, well, like, you, okay. So like you said, when you guys play live, it's not necessarily the album. Right. So when you guys, when you go in to do these, videos for the songs on the album are you sticking to the song that is on the album or are you right <laughs> well the first video doesn't have me in it okay um so it's just it's footage from old you know super eight with new footage kind of back and forth um and i think for my album i see myself doing that i don't see any kind of lip syncing or making myself present in there I, uh -huh. I, I like the ideas of music videos being kinds of pieces on their own okay they don't have to have a narrative with the song 
Um, I just like them to be visually interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm what ca- visuals do you go for? Um, I mean, well, I know you said Super 8 and then just kind of like more. Yeah, I mean, it's they're pretty, of course, with my album, they're kind of moody shots. But um, <laughs> I took a lot of, you know, I used my own camera and did these weird things where um, the subject matter I was shooting was completely out of focus, but something close to the camera was completely in focus. So it was throwing off, pulling your eye to um, something that's not interesting while you're really wanting to see what's going on, but it's half blurred out. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of that, and then going back to clear shots of Super 8 from my family when I was growing up, and it's, an, it's a video about current images yeah. triggering memories, and it's just kind of like uh, a back and uh-huh. forth between how you're living now and like what it makes you remember and think yeah. of, um, which is probably not clear at all while you're watching it, but that was the idea It is to it. you. Yes. And that's what's important. Right, right. Um, but I mean, it's just like your album, like things are weaving in and out. Yeah. You know, like there's, you're going to see this maybe only once. Right. You're gonna hear this maybe only once, or you might come back and have like these reflective uh, moments and images yeah, in the video. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. That's amazing. So, tell us again if how people can find your information and get a hold of you, and then we have the show coming up mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, if you Google Mean Sea Level Music, um, you know the first page is pretty much all my stuff. But we're on Facebook uh, as Mean Sea Level. Um, CardboardSangria.com is a label. I'm on. You can purchase the vinyl or download digital through there. We're also on Spotify and you know Apple oh, awesome. Music and all that stuff too. Um, I, that's really the main two places. Yeah. Really, Facebook or CardboardSangria.com. Yeah. And then once again, you have the show coming up May 10th. Mm-hmm. May 10th at Martyrs, 8 p.m. We're playing with Quiet Hollers and Bad Bad Meow. Oh yeah, um, we know Bad Bad Meow very well. <laughs> and Quiet Hollers, I checked out online. They're really good. The, the interesting band, the guitar player. Uh, he's the main guy in Quiet Hollers. Is actually a kind of a hardcore punk oh, yeah. player, but he's got this side project where he's kind of a singer songwriter. Uh-huh. But he has these like kind of end of the world lyrics that are really engaging and beautiful, but cryptic. And I really like him. I think you should check him out. That yeah, sounds like a great. And the venue, um, it's a it's a beautiful venue. Have mm-hmm. you played a venue like that size before? Yeah, I've, like I've played in other bands. I've played you know Martyrs maybe four or five times. Um, yeah, it's a great venue, and it has a great soundstage, both for the audience and for the musicians. Uh-huh. So I always think about, like, is it going to be comfortable for me up there? And so they have great sound people that work there, and the room is really a great do sound. You, do you like that size, or do you, is, do you want something more intimate? Because I know you talked about, like, having, like, these basement shows or, like, yeah. these, like, living room shows and things like that. Yeah, That's I'm definitely... Tight, tight quarters. Yeah, I like, a, I like smaller... Um, you know, in, in bars, I, I like playing bars, and, but I understand it's a it's a... People come with expectations. Um, you know, they're out to drink and have a good time, and my music can be kind of introspective and quiet, and that can be having a good time watching right. that for sure. But when it's a small venue um, or an unusual living room or backyard or something, I think it helps the audience understand that they're not sure what they're going to get. So yeah. now you get to completely make it clear for them what they're going to get. Yeah. Um, I mean, Marty's is great, and I'll play places like of that. Of course, but of course. But yeah, I like smaller different places yeah well Brett thank you so much for coming yeah thanks for having me pleasure once again May 10th at Martyrs uh, 8pm and then Mean Sea Level and Cardboard Sangria you can find all the information and what's the song that we're going to go out on we're going to go out on Black Shadow Black Shadow here on Radio 1 